you have to realize that in the day and age that we are living, your online presence is more often than not going to be what your, uh, you know, a digital legacy. You see, my mom died when I was a senior in high school. And a few years ago, my dad gave me some of her journals and being able to read them and see and hear her thoughts has been so powerful for me. And it made me realize that our online presences, my blog, my social media, my kids, long after I die, are going to be able to go and read those things. So do I want them to be proud of me or will they be embarrassed by what I post? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Business with Purpose. I am your host, Molly Stillman. And as always, the show is all about bringing you the stories behind the brands, the companies, and the small businesses that are changing the world. And normally each week I sit down with an incredible entrepreneur, business leader, activist, or just an incredible person who is trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with their career. My goal is to show you the listener that no matter where you are, no matter what you do, you can make an impact. This week is episode 320. 320. How did we get here? I just, I cannot believe it. The podcast actually celebrated its sixth birthday back at the end of September. And I am just blown away by how far I've come, how far this show has come, and how far you, the listener, have come in over six years. And if you've been around a while or if you're brand new, every 10 episodes on the 10s, I do a solo episode or some kind of special topic. But before I get to my solo episode today, I want to take a moment to thank our partner of the show, and that is Mama Suds. If you have been around a while, you know how much I love Mama Suds. I have personally been using Mama Suds products in our home for years. Bathroom products, kitchen products, laundry products, cleaning products. We love them. And I've had the head mama, Michelle Smith, on the show. She was a guest a few years ago. She's incredible. And what I love about Mama Suds is obviously I'm supporting a small business, a small mama owned company. I love that the ingredients are clean, non-toxic. They smell good. But most of all, I love that they work. They actually work. It's not one of those situations where you get a product because it says it's clean and non-toxic, but it doesn't actually say what it's going to do. That is not the case with Mama Suds. We love their Castile soap. I am such a huge fan of their stain stick, especially with my kids clothes because they always get their clothes stained, but that stain stick gets stuff out. I love their all-purpose household cleaner. Oh, everything. It's so, so, so good. I want you to check it out for yourself. Go to mamasuds.com and use the coupon code MOLLY and that gets you 15% off. That's mamasuds.com. Use the code MOLLY to get 15% off. All right, now on to episode 320. As I was praying about and thinking about uh, you know, what I wanted to do for episode 320, I had had some unique conversations with a couple of people about the word influence. And I loathe the term influencer. Okay, I am just going to come right out and I am going to say that I loathe the term influencer. If somebody calls me an influencer, if somebody tries to tell me that I'm an influencer, I will immediately reject that. (laughs) And there's a reason why. And the reason being is that it conveys this message that I have more influence than someone else, more influence than you, more influence than your friend next door, more influence than my neighbors. And that's just flat out false. 
Influencing does not mean selling something that you've linked in an Instagram story or written a blog post about. You have influence. You carry influence. You listening to this carry influence influence. When I was eight years old, I think I've told this story on the podcast, but it's a it's a quick little story I'll tell. But when I was eight years old, I was I was born in this and raised in this tiny little town in, in Northern Virginia. Well, it was tiny then. It's not tiny now called Herndon, right outside of DC. And when I was eight, I would often be playing outside and I would kind of act as the the bigger kid in the neighborhood. And I would kind of keep an eye on the other kids who were playing. And we didn't have any sidewalks in our neighborhood. And Long story short, one day I said to my parents, we need sidewalks in our neighborhood. How do we get sidewalks? And my parents said, well, you need to go to the town council meeting. You need to tell them that we need sidewalks. And so I did what any other normal eight-year-old would do. And I went to the town of Herning Calendar and I found when the next meeting was and I typed up a speech and I went to the town council and I gave this speech and I demanded sidewalks in our neighborhood. And it took about two and a half years uh, of, of letter writing and petition making and speaking and all this kind of stuff uh, to get sidewalks in our neighborhood. And you can bet that I got sidewalks in our neighborhood. And the reality is, is that eight years old, I was an eight year old, I had influence because I chose to use my voice for something that I cared about. I chose to use my passion to make an impact. And for the past, you know, 15, 16 years, as I have been a content creator, a writer, a blogger, a podcaster, I have tried to use the the current platform that I have as a way to positively impact people. And so again, wherever you are, it doesn't matter whether you have a quote unquote large platform or a small platform, or you're just, you know, in your church or your workplace you have influence. The people you're friends with, you have influence over. If you are raising children, you have influence. And frankly, moms, dads, (laughs) you are the most powerful influencers because you are influencing the next generation. So don't sit here and think that just because you don't have a large social media following that you aren't an influencer because you are. I mean, think about if especially those with kids, if you've ever accidentally slipped a bad word in front of your kids and they have immediately repeated you, guess what? You have influence. So my goal with today's episode is to get you to rethink what it means to influence, more specifically in the area of social media. And this is for anyone who uses social media in any way, shape or form, whether it is strictly for personal use or for business or for business and personal use. Whether you have five followers or five million followers, it's to think about how you can practically use social media for good and influence for good. And again, I want you to be thinking about this in the way that you, and help you understand that you are an influencer. So again, what does this practically look like? Now, this is going to look different for everyone, but so I can only speak to my own individual experience. But my prayer, my hope is that you can take something away and figure out how that you can implement that in a way that works best for you. If you are on social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, you know those people who you come across who are using their platforms for good. You know them when you see them. Now, there is enough negativity and hatred out there. There's enough anger and division. And so I personally made a pact with myself to never ever contribute further to that. Every single time I post 
anything on social media, I ask myself a series of questions. Now, I have talked about this in some circles before, but have never really fully outlined it. And so I thought that this would be helpful. And I want you to know that these are questions I actually ask myself. Now, do I do it out loud? No. But this is conversation that I have with myself every time I post anything, whether that is a static post, a reel, a series of Instagram stories. I ask myself these series of questions. Number one, would I be okay with my children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren seeing or reading this? You see, what's posted online lives forever. I don't care what anyone says. If you post it, whether it is a comment, a post, a story, a blog, anything, assume that it will live online in infamy for all eternity. From screenshots to apps that can quite literally pull content from way back, assume it lives online forever. And so if you would not be okay with your children or your grandchildren or your great-grandchildren reading it, don't post it. I see things all the time from grown adults, things that they are saying in the comment section of Facebook or the replies on Twitter that I just want to look that person in the eye and say, would you be okay with your child saying this to someone else? My hunch is the answer is probably no. So you have to realize that in the day and age that we are living, your online presence is more often than not going to be what your, uh, you know, a digital legacy. You see, my mom died when I was a senior in high school. And a few years ago, my dad gave me some of her journals and being able to read them and see and hear her thoughts has been so powerful for me. And it made me realize that our online presences, my blog, my social media, my kids long after I die are going to be able to go and read those things. So do I want them to be proud of me or will they be embarrassed by what I post? Now, on that note, I am also very careful about what I post about my children. Now, I know that there are hot opinions on this. So if your opinion is different, don't see this as condemnation. This is just the choice I've made personally. Now, I do share my kids on social media, but I am very selective of what I show. I never discussed things like potty training or anything like that when they were little. And now that they're older, they're six and nine, I actually ask my children permission before I post anything with their face in it. Now, there are risks that come along with this, and we acknowledge those risks. But in general, I feel like what I share, what we share is something that my family and I are comfortable with. The second question I ask myself is, is this something I would be okay with my children posting when they're older? Now, I will often ask myself before I post something, if my kid posted this, would I be okay with it? And if the answer is no, then I don't do it. So my kids look at my social media. They love reels. And so I want anything and everything that I post to be something that I would be okay with them posting. The third question I ask is actually kind of a series of questions. And it's it falls under the same uh, sort of heading. And that is, does this post, does this comment, does this story, does this content do one of the following? Does it encourage or uplift someone or a group of people? Does it make people laugh or smile? Will it bring joy to others? I mean, I love to make people laugh. And that's one of my favorite ways to use social media. Does it educate or does it help people know better and do better? Does this content allow people to connect or feel less alone? Now, if it does, if it does, you know, if the answer is yes to one, if not all of those questions, then I'll post it. But if it doesn't, I don't post it. Now, what I am about to say, some of you may disagree with. 
And if you do, that is okay. You're welcome here. I almost never, ever post or even repost anything or comment anything that is remotely political. Now, does that mean that I don't have political opinions? Hardly. I was actually heavily involved in politics in college. I was a political science minor and I worked for the governor of Virginia right when I graduated. So I love politics. I follow politics. I have political opinions, but I am extremely careful and thoughtful about anything I post online that involves politics. Now, I have a lot of reasons for this and not enough podcasts in the world uh, to, that where I could really go into all of them. But here's one thing I have learned, and this is where some of you may really disagree with me, and that is okay. You are welcome here. And we are. I would love to discuss it over coffee. <laughs> I don't drink coffee, but you can drink coffee. I'll drink Diet Coke. Almost no one's opinions of anything have been changed in the comment section of Facebook. No one's opinions are getting changed in the replies on Twitter. No one's opinions are changed in the argument section of an Instagram post. Has it happened? Maybe. More often than not, I don't think it's productive. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't discuss causes or issues that are important to you. I do so all the time. I talk a lot on social media about my passion for fighting human trafficking. I talk about my opinions on screens and kids and where I'm, why I'm very adamant my kids will not have access to social media or Roblox or anything like that for a very long time. But when I do choose to discuss something that is potentially a challenging or difficult topic, I always do so with care, with compassion, and with grace, and never with judgment or condemnation. At the end of the day, remember that you have influence. Your follower count does not define your worth. In 25 years, no one is going to remember how many followers you had on Instagram, but your children will remember that you taught them about compassion and empathy and kindness, that you taught them how to use their voice and their influence to impact others in a positive way. And at the end of the day, what I want you to do is be prepared to stand by what you say, take conversations offline if necessary. And remember that the most important influence you have is within the four walls of your home, within the four walls of your church, within the four walls of your workplace, within the, the, the sweet moments and conversations with dear friends. That is where you have the most influence and that is where your time should be most focused. I'm not saying social media is bad. I love social media. I use it, but I use it intentionally. And so my encouragement to you is to remember that you have influence and there is not a number count next to that that defines your worth or defines your level of influence. And so just know that I'm here for you. I would love to encourage you in this. And I just am praying that whatever you know this looks like for you, that you do it with intention, with compassion, with care, and with grace, never with judgment or condemnation. So thank you so much for listening to this brief, sweet little episode. I hope that you liked it. I wanted to just, like I said, do, do this this week because it was a topic that was very top of mind and was something that I had had quite a few conversations this week on. So I hope that this encouraged you. I would love to know what you loved about it or if there was something that was thought provoking or something that you learned. Will you let me know on social media? You can find me at Still Being Molly or at Business With Purpose Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you could go to whatever podcast listening app you listen to, and would you take a moment to click subscribe or follow and leave a review, that would really help me out. And that would help the show to grow and get in front of more listeners. And as always, I am so grateful to you, the listener, for your support week in and week out. Thank you to the team at Third Wheel Media for producing this show. And as always, 
go do something good with purpose on purpose. <laughs>